Simple Suttas, a podcast on original Buddhism. Visit us at simplesuttas.wordpress.com. Like fish in a rapidly drying pond, wildly attacking each other, driven mad by fear, violence is all around. Once, I wished only for some small sanctuary in this world of conflict, but this world is empty, filled with violence. There is no safety anywhere. Sutta Nipata 4.15 The Deva Subrahma said to the Buddha, I am constantly afraid, constantly agitated, constantly worried about what is happening now and what will happen in the future. Please, please tell me how I can be free from this ever-present fear. The Buddha said, You must develop the qualities that lead to awakening. Live simply, austere. Be disciplined with where you put your attention, and when you let go completely, you will never be afraid again. Samyutta 2.17 I will teach you the anxiety that comes from clinging and the peace that comes from a release. So how does clinging lead to anxiety? When someone hasn't been taught the Dhamma, they believe that their body is their true self. But inevitably, the body changes and decays, and this brings heartbreak and misery. Or they believe that their sensations, thoughts, or even consciousness itself is their true self. But like the body, these things inevitably change and decay, and this too brings heartbreak and misery. So how can one find the peace that comes from release? A dedicated spiritual seeker looks carefully at the body and realizes, this is not my true self. For them is peace even when their body changes and decays. Likewise, they look carefully at their sensations, thoughts, and even consciousness and realize, none of these is my true self. And when these things, like the body, inevitably change and decay, there is only peace. Samyutta Nikaya 22.8 If you find yourself angry or resentful at someone, you should practice in the following way. First, Try to develop metta, love, for that person. If that proves too difficult, try instead to practice compassion. If that too proves difficult, instead practice a sense of peace. If even that is impossible, try simply ignoring them. If you are unable to even ignore them, remind yourself the following. Whatever this person does, good or bad, they will suffer the consequences of their actions. Maybe now, maybe in the future. Anguttara Nikaya 5, 161 When the Buddha was living at Savati, the Brahmin Janasoni came to talk to him. When people ordain as Buddhists, he asked, do they take you as their leader and example? Yes, the Buddha replied, that is so. But living in the jungle all by yourself is very difficult. Most people would go mad if they don't have strong samadhi, deep states of meditation. Yes, the Buddha replied, that is so. 
Before my awakening, when I was still a spiritual seeker, I also worried that the deep jungle would drive me mad if I couldn't develop my deep meditation. But when I thought about it, I realized when spiritual seekers that have not yet perfected their practice of virtue go into the jungles, they are full of fear and anxiety. But I have perfected my virtue. When I realized this, the jungle was a place of peace for me. The same is true for speech, thought, and livelihood. For one imperfect in these things, the jungle is a place of fear and anxiety. For one perfect in these things, it is a place of peace. When spiritual seekers are full of lust, hate, laziness, anxiety, or doubt, the jungle is always a place of fear and anxiety. But I am free of lust, hate, laziness, anxiety, and doubt. When spiritual seekers praise themselves and criticize others, when they are easily frightened, when they constantly desire honor and fame, the jungle is a place of fear and anxiety. But I do not praise myself and criticize others. I am free from fear, and I do not desire honor and fame. When spiritual seekers lack energy, are unmindful, do not practice deep meditation, and lack wisdom, the jungle is a place of fear and anxiety. But I am energetic, ever mindful, practice deep meditation, and have wisdom. So I thought, what if I were to spend certain special days in scary places like shrines deep in the woods? Then I too might feel fear. And as I sat in those deep woods, wild animals would approach me. A branch would snap, or the leaves would flutter in the wind. I thought, now will I feel that fear? And then, why am I always expecting to feel fear? If fear does arise, I should just stay in the same posture and work to overcome that fear. When I was walking one day, that feeling of fear did arise, so I just kept walking until I had overcome that fear. I did the same when I was standing, sitting, or lying down. I simply stayed in that same position until I had overcome that fear. Tremendous energy coursed through me. My mindfulness was strong. My body was peaceful and calm. My mind was concentrated. So immediately I set to practicing first jhana. And when my mind stilled even further, I entered and dwelt in the second jhana. And when my bliss subsided, I entered and dwelt in the third jhana. And when I finally went beyond all pleasure and pain, I entered and dwelt in the fourth jhana. When my mind was concentrated, pure, bright, and secure, I directed it to remembering my past lives. I remembered many thousands of past lives in all their detail. This was the knowledge I gained in the first watch of the night. I was freed from ignorance. My insight was true. A light arose inside me. This is something that can be accomplished by any who seek diligently. Then I directed my mind to the death and rebirth of others. I saw how their actions in this life led to rebirth in the next. This was the knowledge I gained in the second watch of the night. Again, I was freed from ignorance. My insight was true. A light arose inside me. This, too, is something that can be accomplished by any who seek diligently. Then I directed my mind to spiritual purification. I understood directly this is suffering. This is why we suffer. This is how we bring about the end of suffering. And this is the path leading to the end of suffering. 
When I saw this, my mind was freed from lust, freed from self, freed from ignorance. I knew for a certainty I have lived the holy life through and through. I have done what must be done. I will never more be reborn. This was the knowledge I gained in the third watch of the night. Now, you might still not believe that I am really free of desire, hatred, and delusion. You might think this is why I still go to the jungle to practice. But that is not the case. I still go to the jungle both because it is enjoyable for me now and out of compassion for generations of future spiritual seekers. Majjhima Nikaya 4